We first have to talk about how Tink's not with us today. We're gonna go into Otaku Star Wars stuff, so it's okay. Awesome. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Watashino Radio. Here with you is Sonic and not Tink today. Who is this? Hey, this is Anjan. How are you doing? Hey, Anjan. So, we wanted to do a special uh, May 4th special for everyone. Lots of space. But why couldn't Tink be with us today? She has got the cough from hell. Oh, no. She's getting better, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Good, good. But that's okay, because we're going to be going into a lot of otaku space stuff today, right? And, and may the fourth be with you. Yep, may the fourth be with you. I brought with me here an expert. Expert on space, anime, and media. So, I today prepared a special space opera playlist for everyone. What you got for a Sonic? So, the beginning of it is mostly classical. I think it flows together quite well. I've listened to it a couple times, all in preparation to make sure the space opera works perfectly. We can uh, go ahead and start with the first song. So in honor of, um, well, all of these are in honor of space, but we're going to start us off with Robotech! Exclamation point. Main title. Written by Opio Minucci, arranged by Dominic Hassier. Well, Robotech is a pretty classic anime, isn't it? It is. Are you a fan? Um, I am a fan. In fact, I've got an entire box set of them. Fantastic. Robotech <laughs> was my intro anime. I was a huge fan. I used to run home from school so I could watch it every day. But did you know that Robotech in the States is not the same anime in Japan? Wait, what? Yes, it is actually a combination of two different anime. The first being the one that we all know and love and think of as Robotech being Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. And then when they got into the later episodes of Robotech when they were on the motorcycles, that was actually Genesis Climber Mospita. Wow. So how did that work? Were they like the same person who made the two anime and they still put it together? Or were they like really completely different and all the characters are just different somehow? Um... The characters obviously have their different names. Harmony Gold was the distributor in the United States, and they wanted to make it American-friendly to kids. So they did a lot of editing of some of the more violent scenes out and some of the more uh, adult romance themes got edited out. So Harmony Gold acquired the right U.S. distribution rights, actually for a total of three anime from Japan that are actually visually similar but completely unrelated Super Dimensional Fortress Macross, which gave us the Valkyries that we know and love from Super Dimension Cavalry Southern Cross, uh, was the second, and then Genesis Climber Mospita was the third. So when we get to the later episodes of the Robotech series and they're like transforming on their motorcycles, that's totally different anime in Japan, unrelated to Macross. Wow. So it's not so they, the same director or storyteller artist? No, huh? No, just happens to be visually similar. And that way they could make enough material to be family-friendly in the U.S. and have enough material for syndication. Wow. There's a lot of people that don't particularly care for Harmony Gold for doing that. But on the positive side, 
there's a lot of people like me that might not have been exposed to the story if they hadn't done it. So I'm kind of grateful they brought it to the States. That's true. That was the uh, Wild West kind of part of anime, huh? That's right. Did it's a battle of the planets, too. Another great sci-fi anime, actually. Yeah. The 80s was kind of a Wild West forum. All kinds of media. That was, that was great. Yep. And while we're on anime from the 80s, correct me if I'm wrong, our next song, one of your requests, Captain Harlock, the main theme, Space Pirate, Captain Harlock. And the one I've got in the playlist for everyone to listen to is from Double Zero Orchestra. So it's not exactly the one where they sing, but more of a... An instrumental, An orchestral cover. Yes, that is correct. And still a solid tune. Yes. It's still it's still a tune. It's just a karaoke version. <laughs> there you go. Karaoke and orchestra. I think you just created a whole new genre. <laughs> there you go. That's that's a good that's a good genre. Let's go sing some karaoke to that. That's right. Have you had the chance to see Captain Harlock? I haven't. Very old school but still a great anime. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. My I've got a favorite old school anime. Called, uh, the Slayers. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a real good one. But anyway, tell us more about Captain Harlock. Uh, Captain Harlock is a great character. Uh, comes off as a villain at first. You kind of learn how he's working, get to know the crew of the ship. I'm not going to say a whole lot. Right. Because, but they're uh, pretty much space pirates, right? Yeah. But they're like, you know, it's almost the Robin Hoods of space pirates. Yeah. It's just, if you like sci-fi, it's a good flick. Yeah, so I don't know if you know, but our first couple of episodes, we went for a kind of theme of something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. We don't exactly have anything new because, well, space. These good old space anime aren't exactly new. True. (laughs) So we got something old, something old, but I did manage to stick a something borrowed in there. Okay. Yes. What you got? A uh, cosmic nocturne from the Sekara Orchestral. Hmm. She is inspired by Ghibli, and that's why I'm going to put it under Borrowed. But it's really good classical kind of music that would, wouldn't feel out of place in a Ghibli soundtrack, except for no Ghibli has really been in space, has it? No, you're right. But... This was when I was, like, so enamored with searching with, yes, I've got a Spotify and I can look through all of the music and I can just listen to everything I've been missing out on. And then I look, all right, I want to listen to some classical. I want to listen to some blues and jazz and all the Japanese music I can listen to. And then I found this is probably the first song I listened to from them. And it's just so... Um, astronomical? Mm, um, good adjective. Is that, is that a good word to describe it? Yeah. It it's really captures space well. Uh, influenced by Joe... Hisashi. Yes, Joe Hisashi from Studio Ghibli. And, and he's a master. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like something's missing when I'm listening to recent classical music mm-hmm. or just orchestral covers. It sometimes mm-hmm. feel like something is missing, but that something is there with this artist. It's got soul. Yeah, and the and uh, why not? We'll shout him out. The YouTube channel 
Seikara, the anime orchestra. So oh, there you go. Awesome. If you want to listen to her on YouTube. I'll definitely go check out that channel. Because I know that you can find some of these songs we list here in other episodes through places other than just our Spotify playlist. But mm-hmm. that's the only place I feel like we can put it together well because... Well, anybody can really go into Spotify with a free account and listen to it, even if there are ads. But you can find these on other sources, wherever you decide to look. We give you the music, the name, the artist, everything you can. So feel free to look them up elsewhere as well, is what I'm trying to say. Especially with technologies these days, you've got lots of options for finding things that would have been hard, you know, even 10 years ago. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, We are on... Ah... Number four. Number four is going to be a favorite, huh? Mm -hmm. Waltz for the Moon from Nobuo Uematsu from Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, so you've grown up on Final Fantasy a little bit more than I have. Mm -hmm. And it has not too much connection to uh, space, but I feel like I wanted to put in Waltz for the Moon in there. I think Moon fits our space theme going, and it's hard denying how uh, skilled and uh, creative... Uematsu is in uh, creating music and especially creating music that can manipulate your moods. Anyone that's playing the Final Fantasy games knows that there's just some stunningly beautiful pieces of music in there. There definitely is. Definitely. But there was not a game, but Final Fantasy movie that was dealing with space. Oh yeah? A very overall poorly received Final Fantasy Spirits Within. And I yet I still have it on DVD. On shelf. I also have it on Blu-ray. I liked it. I thought it was a really unique uh, storyline. I haven't watched it yet. Not giving anything away. I thought the ending was kind of powerful. All right. It's definitely on my list to watch, but I wanted to play a little bit more Final Fantasy first. Yep. Beautiful thing about Final Fantasy, and again, maybe some people don't like it, but uh, most of the games don't really have any connection with each other. Some exceptions like ten and ten two, and then of course the thirteen trilogy. But yeah, they let you know. They let you know if they have a connection. That's right. But I still but, have this grand idea of let me play it all in order. But <laughs> I also want to wait to see if the pixel remasters are going to come out for the PS4. Oh, it would be great if they do. I know they're on Steam, but even if they do, at a hundred hours a game, that's a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say I'd um complete them all in order but (laughs) maybe just try and play some of it through in order i did see that the third one had a nice release on the ds it was like a 3d release and more of a remake like the 8 remake than it would Mm -hmm. be a actual remaster or re-release or i don't know but it also seems like a really fun way to play it yeah i think no real wrong way to play those games as long as you're enjoying yourself. But how many of the Pixel Remasters have been completed? So All of them. Oh, that's fantastic. Anytime now. I think they might just be uh, doing some extra touch-ups before they release it on the PS4 or 5. That could be. Because I know... 16 comes out some, sometime. Yeah. Because I know there are, some, uh, there are some extra touch-ups that I would like to see in the PS4 release that they would be able to do over Mm -hmm. the steam and where else was it released steam and maybe switch had a couple 
I'm honestly not sure. I just know I can't get them on my PlayStation. I'm working on it, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Let's see. If the Pixel Remaster comes out on PlayStation, that's most of them. Seven. The original eight would be nice, and nine. Mm-hmm. And then the Lightning Trilogy. And that would be everything for the PS4. But I'd also be content with the PS5 because they won't stand out too much in a PS4 collection. True. That's a whole nother topic. That is a whole nother topic. And that is one we might get into next time we talk. (laughs) Let's all pray for some more backwards compatibility. Yes. So let's not go too far into Final Fantasy because that doesn't even have too much to do with space. We can go on to number five. Diamond Crevasse. Classic. Cheryl Gnome and Mayan. Well, this is a special cover with Mayan. I kind of liked how this one flowed into the playlist a little bit better than probably the original, but I think it all sounds pretty good. Where are these from? So, talking about Robotech and that being basically based on the Macross uh, original series, since then, there's been numerous Macross series in Japan. And this song comes from Across Frontier a couple iterations ago, but one of my favorites of the Macross, various Macross franchises. And mine is actually the uh, Japanese artist that voices the, or does the singing for Cheryl Nome, which is a character in Macross Frontier. She's kind of the Lin Min May of Macross Frontier. That's oversimplifying, but another fantastic uh, Macross series right there. And definitely fits perfectly into our space theme. Excellent, excellent. That's great. (laughs) I feel like we're talking less about the actual space and more about the off-course conversations we're having. (laughs) It's all (laughs) space-themed. It's all space. There's space for it all. That's right. Space for space and not space. Yes. It's all in the same space. But which brings me to number six. A space anime, in quotations, that I'm quite fond of and is pretty funny. We've got Mr. Raindrop by Amplified from Gintama. Aha! It's a space comedy. No, actually, it's kind of everything, but mostly comedy and parody. Yes. But it has drama, and it has space, and it's about aliens, and... (laughs) How much do you know about Gintama? You know, it's on my list to watch. I have not seen the anime, though. I've only seen the live-action movie on a flight. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've watched since one of the episodes. Maybe it was in the 100s. Maybe it was in the 200s. I don't quite remember. But it is a very good and very funny anime. And he has a sweet sword. This is true. Definitely a lot of parody in that one. Oh, you don't know the half of it. (laughs) (laughs) Because even when it's not parody, it makes the news in other ways. One thought comes to mind when I think about it. What is that? There's a racehorse in Japan named Justaway. And that is based off of the toy from Gintama. Really? Oh, okay. And it's hilarious. Look that story up online after we're done. Yeah, I think we talked about it 
in a episode of Watashi no Radio when we were still airing mm. as a radio show. But, oh boy, they mm. name racehorses crazy things in Japan. Japan, and it's great. You gotta love Japan. You do. I guess that brings us to our final song. And that is? That is introducing from the Han Solo of anime itself. <laughs> Tank! Exclamation point. By the seatbelts. From... Cowboy Bebop. There we go. Original <laughs> by Yoko Kano. But I found one by the seatbelts on Spotify. It is just a fantastic, fun... Even though there's no lyrics, it just... There's a little bit of lyrics. And it really matches... Okay, yeah, the intro. Yeah, but it does go with the orchestral theme we were going with. Yes. Uh, But uh, music just fits that show to a T. It does. And what could be more space-oriented than Cowboy Bebop? Just a classic space opera, cowboy, hard sci-fi show that's just fun all the way around. Good storytelling, great characters, still a lot of funny moments. Yeah, that is that is an amazing series. I've even watched it, I think, twice. Did you check out the Netflix live adaption? No. I did not mind it. A lot of people couldn't said they couldn't stand it, but, you know, I thought they did a good job. Okay. I feel like it was worth a watch. I was disappointed it didn't get a second season, but... Yeah, I'm not against these live adaptions i still want to watch i'm still waiting for that one piece one i think um mm. but yeah uh anyone out there that's listening that hasn't watched cowboy bebop you owe it to yourself to check that anime yes. out it is fantastic it is fantastic music and everything well that is going to be about our entire show here oh well, thanks for having me sonic anytime anjan so uh, you can find us on anywhere you can get your podcast. You can be listening to this one, I think. You can find us on Facebook under Watashi no Radio. You can find us on YouTube, Watashi no Radio. You can find us uh Twitter. We have a Twitter, Watashi no Radio. I'm sorry, Tink usually has all of this prepared. And so I'm just trying to remember everything. But anything that I'm forgetting will be linked in the description below because I'll remember by the time I'm writing the description for these videos. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Oh, and you can email me at sonic at watashinoradio.com or you can email tink at tink at watashinoradio.com and you can probably ask Anjun a question there if you want to email Tink as well. Anyway, email either one of us and we'll make sure uh, Anjun over here gets the question too. Alright, so thank you very much everybody. May the fourth be with you. And also with you. And goodbye and good riddance. <laughs>